Let's talk about the college football playoff. The semifinals are set. Number one, Georgia taking on number four, Ohio State in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. That is in Atlanta on December 31st. The dogs laying six and a half points. Bulldogs minus 275. The Buckeyes plus 210. Total set at 60 and a hook. And then in the other semifinal, number two, Michigan taking on number three, TCU. In the Verbo Fiesta Bowl, State Farm Stadium in Glendale on December 31st. That is the early game. Wolverines laying eight and a half points. Wolverines minus 350 on the money line. Horn Frogs plus 275. Total set at 59 and a hook. What was your one big takeaway before we get into these games? We don't have to give hardcore analysis. We've got plenty of time here. But what was your takeaway from watching these championship games over the weekend? Yeah, we saw a little bit of chaos unfolding. Yeah. Do you think any of these teams have a right to be angry? Like, because that's the first thing. It's like, who has a right to be mad? Because somebody's always mad in college football. And some people have a right to be mad, and other teams do not. Because first that comes to mind, I think people had this sneaking suspicion that, oh, my God, they're going to put Alabama in, aren't they? And luckily that was not the case, because Alabama did not deserve to be in the college football playoff. But didn't that, like, cross your mind? Oh, yeah. Well, I heard a lot of people arguing for Alabama and listen I don't like TCU I went to Texas but you got to give credit where credit is due and you can't punish TCU because they lost in overtime in their conference championship game and they kind of lost their minds at the end there they should have kept the ball in Max Duggan's hands but whatever at the end of the day Alabama doesn't have an impressive enough schedule it's just that people are comfortable with Alabama They like seeing the SEC teams in, but you can't punish TCU just because you have a bias towards the SEC or you think it would be better because you want to see Alabama. That's not how it works. TCU has the resume. They deserve to get out. Well, and also by a simple math, you know, put the teams who have zero losses and one loss in the college football playoff. And, you know, it comes pretty clear because we were rooting for chaos, but at the end of the day, don't wins matter the most, at least when you're talking about, like, the Power Five conferences? I think so. I mean, here's the thing. The, pro- the problem here is, at least when you're talking Alabama vis-a-vis TCU, is that this is sort of this old narrative that the SEC is always the best. The Big 12 was very good this season. I'm not saying it's a better conference than the SEC, but there's definitely some inherent bias there is that when you have a two-loss SEC team, even though Alabama's schedule and their body of work isn't as impressive, people play into that old narrative. Well, it's the Big 12 versus the SEC. I'd rather see an SEC team. That's not really the case, necessarily. The Big 12 was very good. Baylor was in the top 25 for a while, even though they fell off. Texas is a top 25 team. Uh, Oklahoma struggled this year, but K-State is very good. TCU is very good. This is a very competitive conference, and it's it's building into these, this old idea that the SEC from top to bottom, the SEC at the bottom sucks. So I'm not saying that in most years Alabama wouldn't deserve to go. This is just not the year. Yeah, because on the opposite end, you have Georgia, who's been absolutely dominant this season, and ho-hum. It feels like we don't even talk about Georgia that much just because it's kind of boring to talk about how dominant they've been over the course of the season, especially in these big-time games. When the spotlight is the brightest, that is when Georgia really comes to play and really uh, covers numbers. So uh, they cover the spread, uh, I believe, yeah, 50 to 30. So I I believe if they would cover that spread, wasn't it 17 and a half? 
uh, yeah. against uh, LSU. So that's the thing. Like, you're looking at Georgia right now as a minus 145 favorite. I don't think that has really shifted. Hasn't that been, like, the number for, like, the past three weeks? Yeah, it's just been sitting there. The odds under them have shifted. Now you've got Michigan at 3-1, to one, Ohio State plus 350, and TCU at 16-1. to one. But you're right. It's been Georgia all the way. Coming up in 10 minutes, the United States may have been eliminated, but one player in the World Cup, Chelsea, continues playing like the superstar he is. We're going to play MVP Monday. Michigan got an MVP performance from Donovan Edwards, their running back. He was fantastic against Purdue. Let me ask you this. Look, Georgia's a favorite for a reason. They have just dominated. They're the defending national champions. But Michigan is really intriguing to me. Would you buy the Wolverines on having a shot if they take care of business in their semifinal game to maybe knock off Georgia? I don't know. I think it is an interesting question, especially when you have hedging opportunities. Right now, they're 3-1 to one to win a national championship. So if you think that they're going to beat TCU, which I feel like they probably will, and if you think they have a shot against Georgia, like maybe there's a way to hedge that. Uh, if, you know, Michigan jumps out to an early lead against Georgia. But still, like this far in, what has shown that you shouldn't have faith in Georgia? Like that's the, the thing. Do you have any ammo to go against Georgia here? I don't think you do. I don't think so. No, you're right. Georgia is the team. This will be one of those games with where if Georgia loses, it's because they beat themselves, I think is probably how that would go. 